Welcome back to Two Jane Does. Hello, hello, hello. Today we're going to be discussing kind of not our normal case, but it's going to be an interesting one for sure. Do you believe in vigilantes? You know, like Batman and Robin? Let's talk about it. This podcast contains some adult language, graphic descriptions of crime scenes, sexual assault, and murder. Listener discretion is advised. Jason Vukovic is not quite the vigilante that you would expect. He didn't commit petty crimes to help catch the bad guys for the greater good, but he committed murder for the greater good in a sense. Kind of like Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. So he hunted down pedophiles, attacking them and calling himself the Alaskan Avenger. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so he is no, like, Hawkeye, but... He'll do. Yeah, I mean, he he did what he felt like he needed to do. <laughs> Some background on Mr. Vukovic is he was born in Anchorage, Alaska on June 25th, 1975 to a single mother. Um, he was later adopted by his mother's new husband, Larry Lee Fulton. But instead of his guardian, Fulton became Vukovic's abuser. He says, quote, Both of my parents were dedicated Christians and had us in every church service available two or three each week. End quote. Vukovic later wrote in a letter to the Anchorage Daily News, quote, So you can imagine the horror and confusion I experienced when this man who adopted me began using late, late night prayer sessions to molest me. End quote. In addition to the sexual abuse, Fulton used physical violence against Vukovic. He beat the child with pieces of wood and whipped him with belts. Years later, at Vukovic's trial, his brother testified about what they had suffered as boys, saying, quote, We'd roll over on the bunk beds and be up against the wall, end quote, said Joe Fulton. Quote, it was my job to go first so he would leave Jason alone, end quote. That is so sad. But it's very sweet that, you know, like, uh, I'm going to go first so that he doesn't catch, you know, the worst of it. Like, that's just sweet brotherly love. Like Merle and Daryl from The Walking Dead. Oh, my God. Are you going to move past The Walking Dead? No, probably not. (sighs) Their father was charged with second-degree abuse of a minor in 1989 but he served absolutely no prison time, and according to Vukovic, no one ever came to check in on the family afterwards. So, this is an instance where the justice system failed. I completely agree with that. Absolute garbage. Because, I mean, in a way, I, I can imagine, I don't know if Alaska has a thing such as CPS, but I'm sure they do. You know, they would have to 
like there's there's gotta be some kind of law that CPS would have to go and check on the family every you know every month or every six months or at least call in I don't know well the thing that I don't get is here in the next bit we're going to discuss how this abuse continued until he was 16 years old and like here in West Virginia if you're charged with you know any type of sexual abuse or most times physical abuse of a child you have to be removed like, or the children have to be yeah, removed. Yeah, the children are removed or you're removed from the situation to protect the children. So, I, I don't... What you doing, Alaska? <laughs> what is you doing? Playing games. But, yes, the abuse did continue until Vukovic was 16 years old, at which point both him and his brother ran away. Still underage, Vukovic moved to Washington State... With no identification or financial resource, he turned to thievery to survive and build a rap sheet with local cops. Vukovic admitted that this descent into crime fit into a cycle of self-hatred that he had started during his childhood abuse. Another thing, you see this minor who has ran away. Like, how do you even build a rap sheet on that? You know what I mean? Like, how do you just get arrested in another state? You're underage. And there's, like, no return to sender type protocol going on. Yeah, because legal adult age is 18. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of strange that the cops are just not, like, questioning, what's this 16-year-old doing here, doing this stuff? Like, where's your parents at? Exactly. Huh. Very strange. Washington State, what you doing? What you doing? (laughs) Bukovic said, quote, My silent understanding that I was worthless, a throwaway. The foundations laid in my youth never went away, end quote. Bukovic curated a criminal record spanning from Washington and Oregon to Idaho, Montana, and California. Around 2008, he moved back home to Alaska There, he racked up a number of criminal charges, including theft, possession of a controlled substance, and the assault of his then-wife, which Vukovic does deny. In 2016, Vukovic's untreated childhood trauma reached a boiling point. He began to read through the sex offender registry of Alaska and decided to get his own brand of justice. He just needs Mjolnir to come and help him, like... (laughs) Beat him down. I just think it's crazy that, you know, he spends quite a large portion of his life, like, doing petty crimes, basically. I mean, hell, he apparently got married at some point. Yeah. And only to just be like, fuck this, this isn't good enough, I have to get my own revenge. Which... I'm not saying that he did abuse his wife while he was married, but I would say the odds are stacked against him that he wouldn't kind of turn to violence himself. Yeah, I mean, if that's all he knew as a kid, then I mean, why wouldn't you also be like that? Yeah, because it's, it's a vicious cycle. Um, so Vukovic reported that he felt 
an overwhelming desire to act because of his own history of abuse at the hands of his adopted father. His quest to seek justice for others thus led him to a short career in vigilantism. I feel like we need like the Batman theme here. Batman! In June 2016, he started dispensing this vigilante justice. He sought out three men who were listed in the Alaskan Sex Offender Registry for crimes related to children. Gripping a notebook filled with the names and addresses of sex offenders he found on the public index, Vukovic targeted the homes of Charles Albee, Andre Barbosa, and Wesley Demarest. Vukovic knocked on Albie's door first on the morning of June 24, 2016. He pushed the 68-year-old inside and ordered him to sit on his bed. Vukovic slapped Albie across the face several times and told him how he'd found his address and that he knew what Albie had done. Then Vukovic simply robbed him and left. Two days later, Vukovic used the same method to enter Barbosa's home. This time, however, he appeared at 4 a.m. and brought two female accomplices. Vukovic threatened the 25-year-old registered pedophile with a hammer, told him to sit down, and punched him in the face before warning he would bash his dome in. A later bail memorandum revealed that Vukovic stated he was there to collect what Barbosa owed, as one of the two women filmed the incident with her cell phone. Vukovic and the other woman then robbed Barbosa and stole several items, including the man's truck. So he's escalating. Just out of these first two victims, he's escalated. Because first he pushed, you know, Mr. Albie down on his bed. Bitch slapped him. And And, left. Yeah. (laughs) But this time he's gotten more physically abusive. Yeah, this time he punched Barbosa in the face. And then threatened him with a hammer and threatened to kill him. And then he stole his truck. (laughs) So, it's escalating uh, just between these two, uh, these first two victims. The third time Vukovic went after one of his targets, he escalated even more. Demarest heard somebody breaking into his home around 1 a.m. Yet again, Vukovic had knocked on the door and then forced himself inside. Quote, He told me to lay down on my bed and I said no. Demarest recalled. He told me to lay down on my bed and I said no, end quote. Demarest recalled, quote, he said, get on your knees and I said no, end quote. Vukovic struck Demarest in the face with his hammer, fracturing his skull, leading to a TBI. During the assault, Vukovic told his victim, quote, I'm an avenging angel. I'm going to mete out justice for the people you hurt, end quote. That'd be terrifying. I mean, that's a heck of like a little catchphrase he created there. Yeah. I'm an avenging angel. I'm going to mete out justice. (laughs) I just think it's kind of weird. Like, when I think of someone who is going to get revenge on somebody in that manner. Like, this guy... You know, he's abused these kids. He did this to these kids. In my mind, my revenge would be to do the same thing to that person that they did to the kids. But Vukovic is just like, I'm just going to fucking smack you. I'm going to punch you. Then I'm going to beat you in the head with a hammer and I'm going to take all your shit. 
Yeah, which is weird. I mean, so far the physical violence has been kind of low. Like, he's slapped, he's punched, he's not beat anybody's head in with a hammer yet. So that's nice. But, really he's just breaking, breaking and entering, uh, physically assaulting, and robbing the joints. And just letting them know, like, this is the justice for the people you hurt. But that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know if he was scared to go down that path. Well, I mean, he went as far as to hitting somebody in the head with his hammer. Oh, wait, yeah. Crap, I forgot about that. He totally yeah. gave de- uh, that Demarest guy a TBI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean... It, it kind of makes you wonder, why didn't he do more? Was he afraid? Did he not? I mean, I don't. I don't want to say that he would be afraid because he's committed all these other petty crimes as a sixteen-year-old. Right, but there's nothing. There's nothing like more personal than sexual assault. This is. I true. mean, that's ooh, greasy stuff. Vukovic stole an assortment of items from Demarest, including a laptop and fled. Waking up in his own blood, Demarest called the police. It didn't take long for the authorities to find the perpetrator as Vukovic was sitting in his Honda Civic nearby with the hammer, stolen goods, and a notebook containing the names of the three assault victims. Yeah, what better way to get caught? Let's just sit right by the crime scene in my Civic. With the notebook and the hammer and the items from his home. Yeah, not good on his part. (laughs) Like, you know, if you're thinking vigilante, you would think, like, you get in, you do your deed, and you leave. But he's just like, I'm going to chill right here in my car. This is nice. I really like this song from ABBA. I'm just going (laughs) to listen to it. (laughs) So Vukovic was arrested on the spot, obviously. And later charged with 18 counts of assault, robbery, burglary, and theft. He initially pleaded not guilty, but opted to make a deal with the prosecution instead. Vukovic pled guilty to first-degree attempted assault and a consolidated count of first-degree robbery. In exchange, prosecutors dismissed over a dozen additional charges. This led to his sentence in 2018 of 28 years in prison, with five years suspended and another five on probation. Which, that's a pretty good deal. Like I said in the last episode, you know, we discussed how one of the worst crimes you could commit in West Virginia was armed robbery, which would automatically get you 38 years. He's getting 28 and they consolidated a lot of charges. Um, They consolidated everything into that first degree assault charge and the first degree robbery charge it makes you wonder that if he wasn't arrested at that time if he would have continued his little vigilante work of you know breaking into sex offenders homes bitch slapping them and leaving (laughs) (laughs) uh i would say he would you know they only caught him with three names he'd already hit those three people and if you go online, which I don't recommend, and look up sex offenders in the area, they're they're plentiful. There's there's tons of them there. So I would say probably not. 
you know, bad things come in three, so maybe he was just trying to pull three within a, you know, whatever distance from each other that he could hit, and then he'd just move on to the next one. What was so special about these three people that made him choose those three people? Like, were their charges different some of, some, you know, from some of the other sex offenders? Did they do worse things? Did they, you know, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of them could be like a, a, a Charlie Day. Actually, I don't believe he was, his character was Charlie Day. I think this was from Horrible Bosses. But, like, how he peed at a park in the dark. There's no kids around. Not saying it's harmless, but it could go from something as simple as, you know, public urination, something like that, to actually assaulting a kid. Uh, You know, if it all stems from the, uh, you know, molestation and abuse that he had, I feel like he would have targeted people who also did similar things. That's what kids. I would that's what I would imagine. I, I don't think that he would be going over uh like wrong place, wrong time type of uh people. Because I mean you could register as a sex offender if you're twenty five, parents consent for you to you know, date a 15-year-old, which I don't know who would do that, but I've seen it happen. And then the relationship fall to pieces, and even though the parents prior gave their consent, they could come back and be like, nope, that's statutory rape. Right, yeah. Which is crazy. It's hard to say, you know, what exactly those three... Yeah, yeah, we don't know exactly what their, their charges were that got them in the predicament they were in, but... Anywho... The Alaskan Avenger has since publicly denounced his actions and urged victims like him to seek therapy over retribution. One of the men he attacked has stated that Vukovic should serve his prison sentence in full, while others have called for his release. So it sounds like some of the people in his community are like, fuck yeah, this guy did the right thing. Hell yeah, the Alaskan Avenger! Vukovic says, quote, I thought back to my experiences as a child. I took matters into my own hands and assaulted three pedophiles, end quote. He wrote, quote, if you have already lost your youth like me due to a child abuser, please do not throw away your present and your future by committing acts of violence, end quote. Vukovic appealed his sentence on the grounds that his PTSD should be considered a mitigating factor in his case. But he lost the bid in October of 2020. Despite his hero status among some Alaskans, the judge ruled, quote, vigilantism won't be accepted in our society, end quote. Vukovic's final victim, Wesley Demarest, has publicly expressed his relief that Vukovic is behind bars, adding that he would prefer if Vukovic, quote, wasn't walking around while I'm alive, end quote. Which, the nerve of this guy. I have one message for you, Demarest. Screw you. You're a pedophile. But his, his life was in danger by the Alaskan Avenger. You hear those crickets? I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, one article written about Demarest's 
reaction remarks dryly, quote, one must wonder if his victims feel the same, end quote, which I agree. I agree. Now, Demarest is 70 years old, and he struggles to form coherent sentences. He also lost his job in wake of the traumatic brain injury he sustained at Vukovic's hands. Quote, it just pretty well destroyed my life, end quote, he said. Quote, so he got what he wanted, I guess, end quote. Burr, burr, burr. I need to, like, be able to, like, put those glasses on. Thug life Thug glasses. Thug life glasses. Yeah. Screw you, Demarest. I just can't believe that he's like, yeah, I'm glad that dude's behind bars. Like, you aren't, you know, someone who has to also live with the title of being a freaking pedophile. Exactly. He destroyed my life. The nerve of this guy. The nerve. Like you and destroyed like, your own life by doing what you did. Exactly. And you was. destroyed somebody else's life. Yes. Your actions destroyed somebody else's life, which I've never publicly said I'm glad you have a TBI and I'm not saying that now but you think he got what he deserved wink wink is what I think yeah so Vukovic's attorney Ember Tilton meanwhile shares the views of thousands who have pledged their support for his client on several online petition sites pleading for his release to them, the cyclicality of violence and trauma is unlikely to end by keeping victims turned criminals in jail. Tilton said, quote, I don't think he needs to be punished. He's already been punished. This whole thing started out as the punishment of a child who didn't deserve to be treated this way, end quote. Jason Vukovic has urged others who have been victims of childhood sexual abuse to seek inner peace and reject vigilante justice. Which, let me just finish by saying this. The circumstances that Vukovic had to endure and, like, the things that he had to go through as a kid, I hate it. I really do. I wouldn't wish that on anybody, not even my worst enemy. But, in order for anyone to be held accountable, everyone has to be held accountable. Absolutely. Because, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, first of all, it sounds like CPS or whoever failed the family when, you know, the dad was charged with all this stuff and then was just like, yeah, whatever, go back home with your kids and never came back and checked on them and it continued. Exactly. And then, you know, Vukovic thinking that the only way to get away from that is to just leave when he was 16 and when you're 16, you don't have any financial support. You don't know what to do. I mean, so he turns to petty crimes to get by. Probably right. living homeless. And it, then... It's just Lemony Snick is a series of unfortunate events. It really is. I mean, this poor kid has been through so much. And to finally just say he's had enough, I'm going to get my revenge on three random pedophiles. Yeah, I mean... I get where he comes from saying to not do those things. But where was the help that he needed when he needed that help? Right. Where was no. the therapy and all this other stuff that... No, I completely agree. I think it all stems back to a failure from the powers that be that should have separated their father from the, from the family um, at a young age. And 
it just led, like I said, a, a series of unfortunate events for him as he, as he grew older because he had no way to stop the cycle and get the help that he desperately needed. But again, like I said, you have to be held accountable. You can't, just because I don't agree with somebody else or they've hurt me in some way, that doesn't mean I can just go out there and, I mean, I can. It, do, it definitely doesn't mean I can go out and kill them. But it doesn't mean that I should. Right. Because there are, you know, repercussions and consequences for everything. And in a way, it does kind of sound like he does, you know, feel bad for what he did. But, I don't know if you guys peep the picture on our social media, but there's a picture of him smiling at his brother at their court hearing. When he got sentenced, yep. And to me, that smile is like... Look, bro, I finally did it. Oh my gosh, I'm getting chill bumps. You know, going back to when they would be on the bunk beds and his brother would go in before him. Mm-hmm. Just so his brother wouldn't have to deal with, you know, he would get less of it. Oh my God, I'm getting ready to cry. Maybe that was him being like, I'll take this one. It's okay. Yeah. Chilly bumps. Oh. So yeah, tell us what you think. Do you think that he did the right thing by seeking vengeance? on them or should he not have done it did those people deserve what they had coming to him from Vukovic our avenging angel the Alaskan avenging angel say that three times fast Thanks for listening to Two Jane Does. I'm Emily. And I'm Kayla. Remember to tune in every Monday now at 8 p.m. as we dive into a new case. Please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, and leave us a good review. Catch us on Facebook at Two Jane Does, where you can find updates on our episodes and links to our other social media accounts. If you have any cases that you want us to cover and go into detail with, you can leave us a message there.